Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mr. Villalobos. Yes, sir. How's it going? Happy Labor Day, brother. Doing oh, good. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. What are you uh, doing? Any work today? No. Yeah, same here. None at all. We don't really consider this this work, right? No, no. This is a good time. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. When I leave and start editing, that that's when the work starts. Oh. Yeah. Not really. It's not that bad. I just kind of listen to it all over again. Getting my Jersey Mike's order in. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Got a. Getting a club sub number eight, club. bro. That's where it's at, man. Extra bacon. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Why would you ruin anything? Is it dude? That giant sub. Uh, man, that'll take me all day. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I'll do a it. Whole loaf of bread. Just a whole, whole. <laughs> it's eating a whole loaf of bread at one time. <laughs> hey, man. Um, why the hell did you send me this trailer for Winnie the Pooh? Blood and Honey, man. I mean, I saw it. You need to see it too. You just like, but you send it to me at the worst time. Yeah, we're gonna post this, <laughs> guys. We usually don't do this. This is usually yeah. just our cold open. Like we just like the BS through this yeah, here, yeah. but like we have to post this trailer this week. Oh yeah, and it's because mm. he sent this to me around like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. Perfect. I'm about to lay it down, and he sends me. Winnie the Pooh, and I'm like, oh, sweet, all right, maybe like a Winnie the Pooh, you know, right. they're doing, like, Disney's doing a bunch of stuff, so I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. like, Winnie the Pooh out of blood and honey, okay, this is a little weird, <laughs> but can't be that scary, it's kind of like a B or a C yeah. type mo- movie, right? Right. This trailer was pretty good, man. It was creepy, too. It was a creepy, but it was yeah. a really good, like, B movie trailer, like, it was a high-end B right. movie trailer. Right. Um... Christopher, why, why did why did he leave, man? I don't know. I mean, guess that girl. Winnie girl, the Pooh girl went away. Winnie the Pooh went crazy. Who's who's rolling with Winnie the Pooh? A piglet. That's piglet. That's piglet. <laughs> <laughs> That's piglet. 
And, wow. And I don't know if you know this one messed up thing is uh Igor's dead. Yeah. They're like his bones are like sitting there on a table or something. Wild. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. So this is there's this horror movie coming yeah. out called um Winning the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And yeah. um we're gonna post it to our socials so you all please review it. Um didn't really sleep that night. I mean, I figured we got October coming around. You're right. So I think we need a we need a horror movie month. That's ooh, I like it. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I like it. That's all I'm saying. We'll set it up. <laughs> what do you think, JK? He gave me, yeah, this, he gave me the steely yeah, eyes. Yeah. So we're good. <laughs> yep. Dude, yeah. So we'll throw this on our socials. Let us know what you guys think. Um, after watching it that first time, I basically cussed Javi out. I was like, why the hell did you send yeah, this yeah. to me? But then I ended up watching it like seven or eight more times before I went to bed. Yeah, I watched so. it a few times too. This is a very interesting trailer, man. Right. All right, man. So you're on, um, vacation this, uh, week. Yes, sir. Like no, like real work. Correct. What are you, what are you doing with your time? Um, trying not to do a whole lot with my time. I don't often take week-long vacations, so I got, I got a few miscellaneous items to take care of. That's what I'm ta- asking. Like, what what me and the fans, we want to know, bro. I mean, Everybody in San Jose wants to know what you're doing. <laughs> San Jose. <laughs> hey, we want to know. Yeah, I mean, you know, doctor's appointment, the old, old man stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I feel you. Change some brakes on the car. That's right, okay. That, that's about it. That's about all I got going on. All right, man. All right. Not, you, not a lot of good stuff in the in the theater this week. Not a lot of good stuff. I was thinking maybe I go check one out, but there's really, really nothing we haven't seen already. There's Top Gun that was Top Gun Maverick was re released. Yeah, and uh, No Way Home was re released. Yes, it was. Uh, so and actually, No Way Home topped the box office this past weekend. Really, and I believe it had some extended scenes in there as well, right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what they were, but it's stuff that we already have because gotcha. we already own. Own it. It's just I mean, in the movie. Enough, yeah. yeah. So that's that. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll go check out Maverick again. It's, so, it's such a good movie, yeah, man. Really was, really that Miles Teller is a good looking dude <laughs> with the stash. <laughs> Miles Teller, yep. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. In this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story, Barbarian, episode three of She-Hulk, and our Movie of the Week, Source Code. Jump right into this, man. All right. Um, did we need a biopic of Weird Al Yankovic? Yes. With yes, we did. With our buddy Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> That's the only way, the only way it could happen. It's <laughs> the only way it could happen. <laughs> All right, guys. So we got ex- uh, this movie explores every facet of Yankovic's life from the uh, meteoric rise to fame with his early hits like Eat It and Like a Surgeon to the toured <laughs> celebrity love affairs and famously depraved lifestyle yeah um i am really looking forward to this mouse with you <laughs> uh i think daniel radcliffe's gonna be hilarious yeah he was hilarious in this trailer yeah i mean his uh 
his seriousness that he portrayed, even when he was playing the baloney song yep. <laughs> with the accordion. Was <laughs> he had me laughing pretty good on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, Weird Al is such a interesting person, like, with what he does and, like, how much he loves it, right? And he's one of these guys that's just been around forever. And still around, just... yeah. He pops up every once in a while. Movies, everything. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to be pretty funny. Dude, this is a, a Roku movie, like, original. Everybody's so, like, stepping up their game right now, man. Everybody's stepping up their game, man. <laughs> everybody's got a studio, man. Yep. All right. This guy. This also has uh, the amazing Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna. <laughs> um. Julianne Nicholson as Mary Yankovic, Rain Wilson as yeah. Doctor Demento. Yeah. Some other Will Forte's in this movie as well. So there's some people in this in this flick, man. Um, yeah. We're gonna post this on our socials. I'm gonna watch it only because like it's a biopic about yeah. somebody, and I like watching these. Well, I think it's gonna be a kind of a big. Over exaggeration of everything. Oh yeah, which Weird is, Al is one of the writers, which is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> He's one of the writers. Yeah, yeah. So everything's going to be over exaggerated. You know, all this big fun. So looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Guys, let us know what your thoughts are when we post this on our socials. All right, man. So you are talking about um, Halloween and some horror, scary thriller flicks here, man. We got. A uh, barbarian, a woman staying at an Airbnb, can't even say at a damn Airbnb no more. They're nope. scary. Nope. Discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems. JV, talk to me. Yeah, I mean, it It shows us a lot, but it really doesn't give us more bunch of storyline. Yeah. Right? So it looks kind of like a kind of like a saw thing, like a like a puzzle situation mm-hmm. is what I got from it at the end. But, you know, we don't know if the, the guy that's there is part of this or not or if there's just somebody who's renting his house out that is just a terrible person. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what's going on underneath this house. So as soon as I watched this trailer, I thought about um, the beginning of The Man from T- Toronto, right? Right. Where he kind of was at the wrong Airbnb <laughs> exactly or whatever, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was um, like, did not see this movie. Yeah, like, this is totally happened. Yeah. Black person and everything, yeah, man. Yeah. She's probably a little taller than uh, Kevin Hart, but whatever. A lot taller. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks like she gets in. Like he has her stay there, even though it was double booked or something, yeah. maybe. And she decides to stay, but then she goes deeper and deeper and deeper into this weird home and downstairs into like yeah. a cellar and there's some caverns and stuff like that. Um, the Mac guy, Justin Long, is in this, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so we'll see, man. There wasn't much there, uh, but it did tickle the fancy. So I'll check it out, man. Yeah, I was trying to remember... Um there's another movie dropping that's the same situation, but completely opposite. Oh, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it has your boy from, uh, the Academy. 
The Umbrella Academy. Which one? There's a lot the, of boys. The tall dude. There. Tall dude. Uh, I can't. I cannot remember his name. He was in Raccoon City as well. Oh yeah. Uh, I cannot remember his name right nope, now. Nope, can't remember his name. Uh, but it's a love story about the same thing where they're both like double booked for a Tom, Airbnb. Tom Hooper. I did see there something go, like yeah. that. Yeah. What's going on with Mr. Hooper here? Uh, when they like fall in love, right? Yes. Or like yes. whatever. Love in the villa. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so that is same concept, different pathway. Netflix <laughs> drop. There you go. All right. We'll probably review that one next yeah. week. Why not, guys? Yeah. Stay tuned. Next week we'll be <laughs> reviewing the trailer for Love in the Villa. <laughs> All right, guys. For bar- bar- Barbarian, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Um, let us know your thoughts about this, man. Are you guys ready for spooky season? It's getting a little chilly out there now. Yes, it is. It's not 99 degrees outside. It's 97 yes. degrees outside it's now. Okay, slowly so dropping. <laughs> slowly dropping, guys. By February 10th, <laughs> my birthday, right. we'll get to about 70 degrees, yeah, I think right? it'll be a nice day. <laughs> All right, man. Episode three of She-Hulk. Oh, boy. The body yada 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 episode. That's what I would have called it. It's called The People versus Emil Blonsky. But I'm on the... The sn- I'll post this as well. I'm on the IMDb page for the episode. Right. Like, they take, like, one shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Them twerking. I mean, what, that's all I've seen. That, that's it. the whole thing. Every meme <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> this is the episode where She-Hulk actually represents Mil Blonsky, a.k.a. the Abomination, but his parole hearing doesn't go as planned. Yeah. Um, talk to me about this episode, man. Uh, yeah, we'll go. We'll start off with Abomination. Uh, he transforms. And the abomination just hangs kinda, out. It was actually kind of cool. So I know it was a big thing when we first saw him about him being different. Yeah. And I guess we can assume that's because he's in control. Yeah. Just like uh, Banner is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was pretty awesome. Like, uh, he just destroys this whole cell almost <laughs> when he transforms. <laughs> like, I could have got out any time, guys. They're like yelling at him yeah, to yeah. be like... Change back, yeah. damn it! Change <laughs> yeah, back. They're all freaking out, like, like they didn't know who this guy was. Yeah. Um. So that was a uh, interesting side of him to see his soulmates were there as well, loving up on him. Yeah. yeah, guys. So there's like two parts. This is this is actually a really good episode because it tells there's like two stories, right? Yeah. Um. There's her representing him for his parole hearing, but there's also the other guy, um, yeah. <laughs> Tom Segura, who is um. Uh, Pug, Augustus mm. Pug is right. his name on the show, and he is representing this other lawyer who got framed or catfished. What do you call that? Um, I believe well, it's, it's what would you call it? Yeah, he got catfished. catfished. He was <laughs> dating. He thought he was dating Megan the Stallion, <laughs> but he was actually dating. A uh, Asgardian shapeshifter. Yeah, a light elf. Light elf. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I love that they are. This is the thing I love about Marvel, is they subtly speak of everything else going on. Yeah. Talk about new Asgard. Yep. Uh, she starts to quote Thor, <laughs> his speech, and judges like Thor's uh, spe- loving speeches are not admissible in court. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's my favorite thing about Marvel is all those little bits and pieces. Um, 
Yeah, just a, a B storyline. Uh, and you know what, dude? It was fun. Like, usually B storylines are pretty trash. This B storyline, this was good, man. Yeah. This was good <laughs> to watch. And you didn't know how uh, Jennifer Walters' character was going to really interact with it because I thought she was going to spend her whole time. I thought she was actually going to throw hands with the Abomination at yeah, one point yeah. in time, right? Like, that's what it seemed like it was leading up to. Yeah. Um, but she was really just representing him, which, which was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and she took the perfect opportunity to say, oh, connecting A and B storylines. There you go. Yeah, man. This episode was definitely fun. Um, people ripped this episode a new one. Yeah, yeah, as they do. As they do, man. I will say for the critics who don't like this show, Marvel's releasing content. That's not for everybody. Right. You're not going to like everything, okay? Yeah. But this, once again, this is for people our age who can get behind stuff like this. Megan Stallion, yeah. Body, yaddy, 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 bro. <laughs> I will say, man, that I was not expecting the twerk off at the right. end. I was um, expecting her to be... In the sh- in the episode, right? <laughs> and then right. she's just sitting in court, <laughs> chilling in the background. Yeah, so I was like, "What?" <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a it was a good time. It was funny. Uh, see Wong, man. Yo, I, I saw this. Wong pops I saw this meme the other day, and it was like, um, <laughs> it was like this guy who was holding like a ship or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you sent it to me or something, but like something was holding it his, to me. Holding a ship, and it was like Wong holding down yeah. the MC, like MCU Phase I'm, Four. He I'm, really is, though. I'm pretty sure that was Thor from yeah. uh, from Love and Thunder yeah. training. Yeah, yeah. But it was <laughs> Wong, dude. He's in everything. Yeah. But like, he's one of those guys who can pop in, pop out. Yep, and he's fantastic that's what, at that's, it. That's what he did. All he I need you to do, portal, baby. Portal around. <laughs> and that's funny about Wong in this one is he's so like out of it about like the way life is outside of Shangri-La yeah, yeah. whatever the hell yeah. They, yeah, he's just like yeah I had to break him out because I need a worthy opponent yeah. they're like yeah that was a criminal offense like, it's time for me to go <laughs> Ooh, let me get out of here yep, I gotta go yeah nah, man, this was uh, one of the better episodes of the season all there's only three but I do like that it's not just going to be her representing these like super powered guys. Yeah. She actually has an opponent. She doesn't know it yet. Right. She just thought they were like regular muggers at the end. But there's these guys who are trying to get after her and get after her blood. Oh yeah. Um the question is when she's normal, when she's like a regular human, not green. Right. Is her skin be able to be pierced or what's the case, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like with with Banner Hulk was always looking out. Right. Always, yes. So who's looking out for her when she's not a Hulk? Exactly, right? right. Remember he tried to put a bullet yeah. in as Banner and the other guy split. Like, I thought that was, like, fabulous. Dude. I was right. like, okay, there's really a tandem here, man. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with these two, but she was caught off guard. Yeah. And then she realized, she's like, wait, this is all I got to yeah. do. So... <laughs> Will she be caught off guard again? Will she hold up? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's going to be a good plot storyline for so, the rest of the series here. So, yeah, we learn it's not a reflex. Yeah. It's not a reflex that she turns into the Hulk. Yeah. It's literally at will. Yeah. Which is way different than 
Bruce Banner. Right. So. <clears throat> All right, guys. Episode three, uh, the people versus Emil Blonsky, She-Hulk. You guys still watching, enjoying it? How was that twerk off, guys? Who you, who you think won? <laughs> yeah. uh, Walters or Megan the Stallion? Let us know, guys. All right, brother, you ready to jump into this week's movie? Yes, sir. All right, man. <clears throat> Got us a good one here. Oh, yeah. All right, Source Code. This one dropped in 2011. Uh, a few other flicks that dropped at that time was Water for Elephants, Super 8, In Time, Limitless, Margin Call, Warrior, and one of the best horror comedy flicks of all time, man. What's that? The Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it, was, it, was right. it was so good. It was, it was, too, it was a little weird. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, source Code was directed by Duncan Jones. is written by Ben Ripley. We have a $31.9 million budget. Box office brought in 147.3 million. Right. Starting this movie, we have Jake Gyllenhaal as Captain Stevens, Michelle Monaghan as Christina Warren, Vera Farmiga as Captain Goodwin, Jeffrey Wright as Dr. Rutledge, Michael Arden as Derek Frost, Russell Peters as Dax Denoff, Scott Bagula as Donald Stevens, Frederick de Grumpy. As Sean Fentress and Kaz Anvar as Hosmi. All right. <clears throat> That's all. Let me help you out there, bro. That's the great uh, Scott Bakula. There you go. Quantum Leap, man. I know who he is. I okay, just, good I just didn't know what his name Yeah, Good deal. My mom would have whooped our ass. There's if, actually if about to be a uh, Quantum Leap reboot, sir. With Liam Neeson? Okay. Perfect. I don't know. If that I don't know who it is. I don't know. I just saw that. It was going to. I learned Lee Neeson's going to be playing somebody. I saw in a pod, listened to in a podcast. Right, right. I don't know who it is, though. I hope it's Quantum Leap. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis, man, so we can jump into this. Yeah, man. Uh, we have a man who wakes up in a world he knows nothing about. He's in another person's body, as he discovers, and he has to rerun eight minutes of this person's life over and over until he can figure out who the terrorist is that makes this train explode at the end of these eight minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump right into this one. Um, We got Jake Gyllenhaal as Captain Coulter Stevens or Sean Fentress. At first, we, oh. we, we start. Oh, you got We don't know. Yeah. Right? He's saying he's Captain Coulter Stevens, but the beautiful woman that's uh, right across from him yes. where he wakes up said that his name is Sean. He's Sean Fentress. He's a, he's a teacher. Yeah. History teacher, right? So we go back and forth with him trying to understand. And <clears throat> this was a complex role for Jake. But this was fun to see, like, unravel, man. This is, like, one yeah. of those onions you just want to pull back the layers, <laughs> man, and he's going to find out. Well, he, he has to, right? It just doesn't make any sense to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so the story for him unravels very slowly. Um, well, actually, he finds out that him, he finds out his name was involved with 
the military operation where he lost yes. his life. Yes. So he's like, no, it's not, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, oh, I'm standing right here. Um, and then that unravels uh, with finding out everything through uh, Captain Goodwin, what's really going on in his life. Yeah. So we see him like working through these things and I guess his mind starts to piece it all together, which then unravels the his imagination. Yeah, it was it was it was weird, man. This is like a science fiction action thriller. <laughs> but there was a lot but there was a yeah. lot of like like psychology in yeah. this as well, which was really cool because you're inside the mind of this basically a paraplegic guy who's only just like thinking like he can't yeah. do anything else. Right. right yeah. Um, and they put him into this source code, mm-hmm. which is the eight minutes before. And he gets the connected to this Sean Fentress teacher guy to figure out this, um, to stop this next bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he does not want to do that. <laughs> See he that? wants to know why the hell he looks like this, yeah, how the hell he got on this train. And, like, the best thing, man, is he just wants to get back to his dad. Yeah. And I think, like, that's where the heart of this movie is, man, is, like, he doesn't care about anything. He doesn't know at first, but the next few dozen times, yeah, he's like, no, I got to figure out, like, me. My dad, yeah. why the hell I'm on this train? What the hell is going on here? But every time he the train actually blows up, he gets a little bit more exposition, you know? Right, From right. Vera Farmiga's character, um, from Jeffrey Wright's character. He gets a little bit more information. So he's just like, I don't want to do this. Like, leave, get me out, of, out yeah. of here. But he does not realize that there is no get me out of the here yeah. for him. Right. He's not behind the wheel. He is not in control of anything. Yeah. Because he's, he's picturing, like, he's in, like, a pod. Uh, yes. Uh, at first, it was kind of like, you know, is he... Like a downed bird is, is he, what it looked like. Yeah, like, is he stuck somewhere? Is he... Um, how's he in space? Is he... What, what, where is he at? Exactly. we don't know either. We right? don't know yeah. either, man. And yeah. all we see is, like, the little video camera of her. Yeah. Wild. Right. My one question is... Because he's basically like you know a vegetable. I think that's yeah. a better better term. And he's thinking and breathing. How are they feeding those images of her the camera to him? Right. I thought that was very interesting, man. Yeah, and that's little pieces we don't really ever we find don't out. really ever understand, yeah. right? Like, there's so much about this movie that's so like straightforward, mm-hmm. but also very complex that I really liked about his character. Yeah, and I, it, it's kind of a thing where they just make you assume it's because there is a camera. Yeah. Cause they show this camp, this like a uh, camera on top of the computer a lot. And she, and she moves it between her and yeah. the doctor sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, and that's where that little screen. So I guess it's supposed to be assumed that he can see through the camera. That's his eyes or something. Yeah. Uh, so they don't explain that kind of thing. Just leave you to assume. I will say this, if this was a Christopher Nolan movie, he definitely would have explained it. We would have been like, oh, shit, that's super cool. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And stuff would explode. But he's the guy, man, that goes through this this Groundhog's Day, this um, uh, 
what's the Tom Cruise Emily Blunt movie? The where he goes back in time on the same day on like D Day like, whatever. Like end of War. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, I was completely you, wrong. You know, does completely wrong. Does that over and over and <laughs> yeah, over yeah. again, right? Yep. Um, where he just has to repeat this until he figures it out. And I like that he gets clo- it's like it's a unraveling a mystery. Yeah. He gets closer and closer in the cues that he misses and the things that he picks up later. Um this was a dope role for, right. for Jake, man. I really in, enjoyed this, how he kind of wanted to go go about this, brother. Right. Yeah, he just keeps on and keeps on digging, 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 digging. And, you know, like we said, it's it's all on him. Yeah. This whole movie is about, about this guy, um, which when it rolls back around towards the end, it's just that whole – Mind blown. They they leave everything they can until the very last few moments of the movie. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I enjoyed him in this role. He was serious. He was funny. He was all kinds of different emotions through this uh, multi eight minute adventures. Yeah. <laughs> multi eight minutes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's jump over here to uh, uh, Michelle Monaghan. 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 Sure. Uh, Christina Warren. So she's also a teacher. Yes. Uh, she works with uh, Sean Fentress, and she's basically the one who is, she's one half of the expo- exposition dump. Right. So she's the one who tells him all the things that he does not believe. Gotcha. Remember, yeah. he is in Sean Fentress's body, yeah. and she's telling him all that. He's just like, no. Well, because he knows nothing about this he guy. He knows nothing about this yeah. guy, right? Yeah. And even that, that freak out when he goes to the bathroom and like the mirror, mm-hmm. where it's like you see Jake, we see Jake Gyllenhaal, but when you look into the mirror and he's looking in the mirror, it's yeah. like the Sean Fincher's character, and you're just like, "All right, this is this is getting wild, right?" <laughs> so like, there's a reason why she keeps on calling him Sean, yeah. and he's denying it, and that he's this person and everything. Um, I will say, she, you in movies like this, man, you have to have that reason to get back in and like do it you know what i mean right like solve the puzzle right. save the day and stuff like oh, yeah. like that um she's a fantastic reason yeah okay definitely um <laughs> not only not only because like obviously like michelle monahan is like super gorgeous but she's just like that she comes across in this movie with everything that she's saying as like the perfect fit for him as like the perfect woman right you know what i mean like she's funny she's cute she's sincere um, you know, all she wants to do is get coffee with him. And she's yeah. like doing this light, light flirting. And he's just like brushing past yeah, it yeah. because he has no clue what the hell is going right. on naturally. Right. right. Until, until him, just like any other of us, we're like, wait, let me back up a second. <laughs> she flirting with me. Yeah. I've only been through this you know, 14 <laughs> times. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Flirting by now. With me, right? <laughs> You'll be able to figure it out. Right. So then he wants to, Go back in, and he's like, "This is the the mission now, yeah. right? Mission, yeah. Let me solve this." But the mission is her saving her. Yeah. And even when like he takes her off the train, and then it still blows up. Yeah. And then he gets out of the, get out of the source source code, and they're like, "No, she's dead." He's like, "No, I saved her." Yeah. Like, no, she's dead. So, yeah. You know, very very sad. Right. Um. 
but he has like a North star at this point in time. You know what I mean? He has a purpose. I really right. didn't enjoy it. And that's kind of her role for him. Right. Cause as the, the plot unravels for him and what he's really trying to do, and he starts to understand what's going on. Um, he's still, that's still what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Still has nothing to do with finding the guy. That's the secondary. Yes. Cause basically he just needs to stop the explosion so that she can survive. thousand percent. All right, dude. We got uh, Vera Farmiga as Captain Colleen Goodwin. Talk to me, brother. Um, Yeah, I mean, she does a good job of being webcam person. (laughs) She's an OnlyFans? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, you can tell she's kind of on the fence about this whole source code program. Yeah. Right. At first she's, you know, you need to do this, you got to do that. And then she starts to see that he's not just a program. Exactly. Right? Right? Yeah. She realizes he's not just a program and he's thinking, you know, he's, he's still thinking about himself um, and his perception of what's going on. Right. And she, develops not not feelings but i guess she develops like a uh, a concern she, she's for like she's empathetic to yeah. him even once again we don't see him until the actual end of the movie yeah, yeah. but during this ex- during this entire time she gets really empathetic towards him and what he's going through yeah. right and this entire time, this is why this is such a good movie, man. Like this entire time, right? We are thinking that they are having a um, auditory conversation, like right. me and you are having right now, the yep. entire time. Yep. Where come to find out, um, she's speaking into a mic, but he everything that he's saying back right. is coming across to her on like a screen. Yeah, and like, they flip, like in text format. And they flip that real fast. And they flip that real yeah. fast. And you see that and you're just like, wow, she can't even have like a normal conversation with this guy auditory to auditory, man. That's right. This is wild. Yep. Because all, I mean, all the way up to the end, he, when he wakes up, he thinks he's in that pod. Yeah. And he's either in the pod or he's in the source code. Yes. Uh, so yeah, once that flipped too, that was a, Interesting turn. So, yes, we see that she does kind of, like you said, she has that, man, this is, I know this is the mission and we're trying to save lives, but we're also trying to test our source code new project thing. But, like, we're still dealing with a human being. Right, right. That has feelings. I don't care if he's a vegetable in that tube over there, right? Like, this is a real person. He has thoughts, feelings, everything. And this is the way that we're treating him. Right. And she's that person who also does that exposition dump for what is actually going on. Yes. Right. So we have yes. uh, Christina who's doing the exposition dump for Fentress, but Goodwin is doing the exposition dump for Coulter Stevens. Right. Right. And it's kind of like that weird dichotomy that he has to deal with. Yeah. And, you know, obviously him being in that pod when him being separated is really helping us understand as audiences, but also helps him understand like, all right, I'm clearly being put into like a program or he thought it was like a program or like a, a, 
a training thing yeah. at first, right? Yeah. So like it was just kind of going back and forth, man. All right, we got uh, Commissioner Gordon as uh, Doctor Ru- Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> Felix Leiter, uh, he's been so many great characters, <laughs> right? Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Doctor Rutledge. Yeah. Uh, this is the guy who has is the lead for the Source Code Project with the United States Air Force, is what I'm guessing. And his main purpose is to get his baby off the ground, man. Yep. He has this humongous science experiment, right? He wants to take it to the, the, the talent show in the gym. And he wants to, to show it off and let's, make money, man. Throw some batons for everybody, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Women batons. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, um, yeah, he's the really tough... I don't care about his, I don't care about uh, Coulter's feelings. Right. There's a mission, right? You have a little bit of time. No matter what you say, it doesn't matter. I love that he was also wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, he kind of kept his distance. Yeah. From the whole thing. Uh, he let Goodwin handle it. He tried to stay off, as off much, video. As much as, as he could, could yeah. his hands out of it. Um, and I feel like that was probably for... A reason, right? He's probably he probably has no uh, bedside matters, right? But uh, but but uh, but also, if you're in this scenario, right, would you want to see Jeffrey Wright's character, or would you want to see Vera Farmiga speaking softly into you and helping right. you get through this situation, right? So I think that's by design, right? But then obviously he jumps in and he's just like, I got to take over because she's not getting him to do yeah what we need him to do, and time is. Of the very essence. Right. But I do like that he was wrong. When he fully explains after he saves um, Christina getting her off the train and the train still blows up. Mm-hmm. And he still explains like everything that you did, it doesn't matter. Right. There's no, there's nothing there. Right. And then the end of the movie, it comes out like, yo, there is a, yeah, he did create a, no oh, way yeah. home scenario, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. multiverse. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, all right, we'll, we'll run through these here. We got Michael Arden as Derek Frost. Uh, he's our. <laughs> he's our. So, so he's our bomber. He's our villain in the movie. Um, it was twenty eleven. We were dealing with, you know, still terrorism and stuff like that. We right. we still are to this day, but, like, that's what a lot of these movies were yeah. back in, in that time. But this was a domestic terrorist. His motivation was kind of weak, but I don't think <laughs> the, his motivation was needed to be the focus, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of the villain, like, we just came out of 2008 and understanding, like, the Dark Knight, Joker, yeah. his motivations, which he really didn't have. He just wanted to watch the world burn. So this is like a watered-down version of that. Is what I thought. Once again, I've seen this movie a few times, but after watching it again last night, I was like, oh, okay, you just want to see the world burn. Right, right. But there's really... There's like, people like that, right? You know, you want to do it in a North Face jacket. Whatever, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some frosted tips. <laughs> Cool. So uh, he he's our our villain, and I I did like that he, you know, the kid he missed that he missed that every time with the the, the wallet thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Coulter Stevens missed it every single time until he was just like, wait, what? wait, wait, wait a tick. Something is off here. Right. Something is really off here, man. And it took all those times yeah. of going through this to really understand that, like, there's something off with this kid. So, all right. We also have, I'm going to run through the rest of these real quick, man. Um, uh, Russell Peters as uh, Max Denoff. He just plays a uh, comic on the plant. No, this is the guy who played the comic. Yeah, he did yeah, play. Yeah. He did play the comic. Yeah, yeah. put the comic on the train and kind of makes everybody laugh at yeah. the end and kind of gives everybody that that really cool shot at the end where everything is like frozen in time. And Russell Peters is actually a funny guy in general. I've in never life. seen him do oh, anything. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Oh, stand wow. up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm looking. I mean, you know, he obviously did not die on that train. Obviously, not. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, he's a real he's a real guy. That's a real comedian. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. All right. And we got uh, just a quick Scott Bakula plays uh, Donald Stevens Coulter's father, man. And I will say, I ain't no punk. Straight up, I ain't no punk, dude. <laughs> but, like, that was kind of heart-wrenching conversation, brother. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? To have yeah. with your father, but you but your father doesn't know it's actually you. Right. And you're having the conversation. You're, he's apologizing on behalf of culture, but it's actually him, man. Like, yeah, that's damn good writing in my, in my right. book, man. That is some serious, good writing, apologizing to your dad. And like, he's like, yeah, man, I'm going through it and it's, it's tough, but like, we'll get through it. You know yeah. I mean? It's, it, it's tough. So that was a really cool, uh, audio, um, audio, Cameo okay. by, by Scott Bakula, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So and that's kind of the cast there, man. Yeah. Which is really, really dope cast, man. Um in the best thing about this, this movie doesn't it's not grand in scale. What I mean by that is we have the train. Yeah. We have the office is where they're kind of doing the, the the source code thing, right? We kind of have have his little pod thing, which is more digital than anything, right? Um, but those are our two main sets, man. And I like the function of using the train and staying on that as much as possible. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, and just keeping the action, keeping everything tight and sustained within the train. But then on top of that, we have that office, that that building, I don't even know what you call it, a command center or whatever, right. where like all you got was like this much of it at first, right? <laughs> yeah, just and a little And you screen. just get a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, and you just keep on getting more and more. And that's yeah. more unraveling to understand like, yo, what the hell is source code and why the hell, what the hell is going on here? Right, right. right. This movie is a beautiful unraveling, man, and I like the way that they did that. Yeah. Um, I got nothing for the for the the music, man. It just it matched it the, what it the is. tone, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a hard one every time. It, it you know what it is because it wasn't. I will say if it's not like Hans Gruber, not Hans Gruber, Hans Zimmer, excuse me, um. It's really hard to tell, man. If it's not like yeah. John Williams or Hans or somebody. This was a heavy dialogued movie. Yeah. They were talking a lot, so it really wasn't 
uh, any space in there to push any music up front. Right? Agreed. Not like a thief where they had all kinds of time to just pull off that uh, <laughs> 80s kind of disco uh, Sith music. Right? That's exactly what it yeah, was. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Um, source code and a theme. Uh, this one was kind of tough for me, man. Um, when I... When, like, he, he almost says it. Like, he does say it in the movie itself, man. At, at, at the end. Um... If you had, like, less than a minute to live. You had minutes... Yeah. To live, you know, what would you do with that? Um, and that's what this movie kind of boils down to. Yes, it's a story of a man in a computer program yeah. kind of going back in time to stop a bomber. Yes, yes, it's a it's a man story about a man who is doesn't know where the hell he is, right? Mm-hmm. But it, the biggest thing is like this guy has eight minutes. What are you gonna do within those eight minutes, yeah. man? Um, and that's the kind of, that's the story that he was Duncan Jones and Ben Ripley were telling, and you know he, as in Culture Stevens, just takes it to the max with everything right. he can within those eight minutes, man. I really enjoy that, like that last one, like that last back into the source code, man, mm-hmm. was just perfect. <laughs> all right guys so that's our conversation about source code 2011 with jake gyllenhaal jv your thoughts and ratings on this brother yeah uh i enjoyed this movie um it was very uh very good dialogue back and forth between everybody yeah and a lot of hide and seek kind of thing yeah uh, we didn't know what was going on at the beginning of the movie. And you honestly, you don't really know what's going on until the very end of the movie. The whole yes. time, it's just little, like you said at the beginning, just little onion peels the whole time. Uh, I enjoyed those. Good watch. Uh, check it out again. Um, do a three out of five buckets. Nice. For this one, sir. Nice. How about you, man? Nice. Yeah, man. Um, ever so often, a an original script comes to us, man. Yep. Um, and it comes to us, and we're just like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. It's not a, it's not from a comic book, it's not from a book, it's not from this or that or whatever. Right. Um, I, I need more of these in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Original I- ideas, it's tough, because almost everything has been done, right? Um, and this is a time travel, yeah, kind of flick, but with a weird twist on it. Yeah, you know, we called out like Groundhog Day, yeah, which it's a different movie. Yeah, fairly same concept. Yeah, but it's a completely different. Movie. Exactly, and we all love Groundhog Day. Love it to death. Um, this one gets four buckets of popcorn for me, man. I think. Jake Gyllenhaal is at his best in this movie. Huh? Um, I think Vera Farmiga is fantastic. I think with Vera Farmiga is like 
she can be very sweet-hearted in movies, or she can be very cold just by staring at you. And she's yeah. just fantastic at it, man. Like, <laughs> one look, and she just can give you the, that shiver. Right. Right? And you kind of see that she's trying to do that at first because she has to keep him focused on the mission. Yeah, yeah. But and she she warms up. Right? And then they actually kind of become, not, I don't say friends, but acquaintances, and they're actually talking about things outside of the mission as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, I give this one four bucks of popcorn. This is a really uh, fun time, and it's an edge-of-your-seat thriller. I've seen this probably about ten times. That's fine. Yeah, man. That's fine. All right, uh, before we roll credits, Clyde, I uh, just want to let, remind everybody to check out our link tree in the bio. We got a link tree. Yep. Uh, you can visit our YouTube page and check out all of our socials. From there, we got socials and a YouTube page, guys. So if you want to see all this sexiness, yes. Yes. that is Javier, not me. <laughs> okay, check out that YouTube. Yep, go click and like, share, subscribe, whatever, whatever kids do these days. <laughs>Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Source Code. Next week, we'll be discussing the 2004 flick, Van Helsing. That's streaming on Hulu. I'm Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.